Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get our lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash presale to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games, exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6. No refunds. Are you ready? Are you kidding me? That's what? Yeah, every so often it happens that Ryan is right. 100% right. Not even a little <laughs> bit right. Tucker Pullman, two points last game. No kidding. My man. Hey, neither does me running shirtless, but that turned out very well. It so. did. Welcome to the PP1 podcast. It felt like the intro dragged out a lot longer than normal. Do you feel that? I Did like I like how we snuck Chris into the end of that thing. It's just he's like always around. I love it. It's like, why is he there? Uh, it's, it, it felt like a good photo to add at the end. <laughs> and we're just, and it's me pointing and I'm having yeah. a great time. I'm having a great time. Sleepy famous. Yeah. He's, he just finds ways to be involved everywhere. He's a, a man of all, all things, I suppose. Welcome, welcome to our show, everyone. Welcome to the PP1 podcast. As the intro says, it's like a double up, I suppose. I'm also wearing a shirt that says that if you get confused later on. We are on the Dean Blundell Network. We are partnered with our good friends at Move Health and Wellness. It has been a day. I know it's been a day for you. It's been a day for me. I am absolutely, is your house about to like blow up or what's going on there? You good? Uh, just you started sounding like a robot. I don't know. Oh, Maybe sorry. Maybe it was the feed. I apologize. We'll we'll check it on the feedback. We'll I'll do in editing. We'll get this in the editing room, which is there you go, which is like right over there on the couch. Um, yeah, it's it's been a day. I mean, wasn't as bad as what the Canucks had last night. They're playing hockey, so that's a lot of fun. I'm very excited that we get to talk actual Canucks hockey that means things. They're zero and one. I mean, that's okay because. The right people scored in game one. We'll get into that. We're going to get into a couple of little things. A little shorter show. We'll try to try to make this effective for you all. I've got one cool thing that I do want to get into that um, Ted may or may not know about. But uh, you know what? Let's get into it. But before we do Canucks, I and I had this story I was teasing uh, from last Friday. Oh, so yeah. I've yeah. And I today, this is, this is what people are here for. So, uh, first and foremost, obviously, make sure you go check us out on Facebook, on YouTube, if you want to comment along. We're here. Um, we'll try to get to some comments. If there are comments, we'll be more than happy to chat with you. Um, check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. You know all the deets. Anyway, let's get to my story. So, I'm at the Rockets game last Friday. I'm sitting there with my dad in our seats behind the net. Um, as you guys know, and I've probably bragged a few times, humbly, of course, uh, I, I've won a few things at the Rockets game. I've people people know this about me. I win things. It's it's ridiculous. It's, like I think it's like an understatement to say how much you win at the Rockets. Not even just the Rockets game. Like you go to these games, you enter just random contests. You, yeah. You tag shit online, and like just the win record for you is like off the charts. It's like it's it's annoying. It's crazy, and I'll I'll continue that story in a second, but. So I'm at the hockey game, and I they do the ballots at the beginning of the game, so you can go on the ice to win something. And I have a pretty good record of just getting on the ice, and even second prize is like 25 bucks to like Timmy's or like in this case with a thing Tommy Guns or something. So I needed a haircut, so I was like, oh, this is perfect timing. So anyway, entered all the stuff, sitting uh, sitting in my seats as I am, and um, you know. Basically, oh, I'm going to just fix this Ted had to log off for a second. Um, so I'm sitting there, and we're getting close to the I guess, what is it, the first TV timeout. So like 13 minutes into the game, and sure enough, uh, Ryan Tutis Waters, Clona, Clona Famous. Uh, Tutis comes in, and he's coming up in our zone, and he's like, who wants, you know, right before he goes, who wants to win a, a, a gas card? Everyone's looking around. And it's typical, like, everybody's shy. It's Friday night. We have a few older people in our section, but everyone's kind of shy. And who wants to win? And the lady that sits beside us, she's like, you should like, you should do it. I'm like, all right. I'm like, yeah. So I put up my arm. I'm like, who doesn't want to win a guess? And I mean, you're going to win. You can't lose the contest when they're walking up, like, inter- intermission or intermission or uh, 
um, TV timeout. Like they're made to win. Everybody gets excited. It's a quick promotion. So I put up my hand. Ryan Tutis looks at me. Goes no. <laughs> what? He, I'm like, come on. He goes no, and he keeps walking. <laughs> he keeps he keeps walking up the up the aisle and finds somebody. And I looked. I'm like, I what what just happened here? I said I feel like I've been profiled or something for winning. And he's. He just looks at the lady beside. She's like, "Wow, I can't believe you said that." I said, "Well, to be fair," <laughs> I said, "To, to I, be fair, uh, to be fair, I, I do win a lot." And I said, "He sees me on the ice probably every second game, if not almost every game I'm at." So he basically felt I was probably going to win somewhere else, and I should allow someone else to win this very easy prize and continue to walk up. And I actually did a little slow clap because I. Even my dad looked at me, he goes, yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> so anyway, apparently you, you can't win everything. So I, I met my match and I was actually impressed. So um, I didn't end up going on the ice, didn't win a thing. The Rockets ended up losing that game to a very good Seattle team. Uh, Seattle's going to be dangerous this year. But they also didn't have uh, Colby Dock in the lineup yet. And uh, he's their new captain. I think the Rockets are still going to have. Uh, I'm not going to play that clip. It's, it's a lot of extra work, Ted. But it's true. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. So I uh, might be going tomorrow night. They're doing the pink, the rink jerseys and all that kind of stuff. So uh might even throw my... Maybe we should throw some PP1 money and win ourselves a uh, Rockets jersey or something. Oh, not a bad idea. We'll see. Maybe they yeah. don't, maybe they don't look as good, but they always do a really good jersey. Anyway, that's my story. And speaking of winning, uh, if you guys haven't followed already, my dog and I have an Instagram account, Rocket and Shank. Go check it out. Anyway... I did a reel, Ted. Have you heard about reels? Do you know about these? Real what? Real like, what? Like a reel, like a movie reel. You I got know, you. You know what I mean. I, I know you do. You're just playing with me. So yeah, you and Rocket making mukbang videos. Yeah, we just just do whatever. So I I put a video of him and I. He was basically running around our yard with a soccer ball in his mouth, and I posted it. It's a quick, I don't know, twenty second video tops, and I had like. I, th- I don't know, like Homegrown by Zach Brown Band playing in the background, like as the movie or the clip. And so I put it up. Whatever, no big deal. Just something funny that I've done in the last week or so. And so I look, end of the day, it was like last night. I'm just doing some editing for some, or our other show. And um, I look and I had 2,000 plays already. And I had just had it like that morning. Like, holy smokes. And I thought to myself before I went to bed, like 1130, I'm like, wouldn't that be well if there's like 14,000 tomorrow? Just just a stupid thought. So I wake up this morning, 11,000 plays. My dog went viral, and no one listens to our podcast. <laughs> People like dogs, man. People like dogs. It's so stupid. So anyway, I thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, who knew? So yeah, apparently my dog is Instagram famous. So go check it out. Let's talk about Hockey Ted. Let's talk about the Vancouver Canucks. Let's talk about the fact that they're back. And mm-hmm. they they started well. I know you saw it. A few people believe that I didn't watch the whole game. I watched the whole game, Quinton from Kelowna. I did. I'm just creating content. Huh. Of course I watched the whole game. It's the Canucks. They're my life. They started out great. I watched the first period on my phone at Capital News Center waiting for my other daughter to be done skating. So Because they there's eTalk Daily on the big screen in the the middle there, which was stupid. Normally, there's a baseball or hockey game on. So we're watching on my little phone instead of the 70-inch screen that's clearly there. No one added a remote control. So I see Pedersen score. Perfect. one nothing against the Oilers. This is great. Miller comes up, what, like 40 seconds later? Snipe show, Selly. Oh, it's just that snap. Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. Like absolute laser beam top shelf. That's her, Kinsey's favorite player. So she's excited. JT Miller scored. Things are looking good. Didn't like the call on, on Quinn Hughes, and we can go into that all we want. The non-call. The non-call. Sorry, I apologize. And then they go up 3 nothing. They get the third goal, right? Kuzi gets in there. Kuz. He's a, and things like things couldn't be better. And because they didn't happen in succession, like 1-2-3 right away, I I pushed the 3 nothing leads or the worst league in hockey to the side. Oh, I didn't know that you posted that. So no, I didn't. Fault. No, 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 no. I, I said I pushed it to the side. I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't I post you, that. So somebody no, else no. did. Somebody Someone had to have. And I because like usually it's three goals in a row like in quick succession, right? That's usually how it works. 
And this one, I'm like, well, they took to another period to score the third. No, no, Canucks fans. That is not what happened. <laughs> Ted, what did you think? <laughs> like, about what? Like, do I, you just took all the good stuff to talk about. I know. Let's talk about the bad stuff now. So they didn't score after that. <laughs> I thank, Thankfully, yeah, I mean, I've got it, a good it, guy for it anyway. Yeah, it, it was. It got ugly after that, right? I mean, I think... Like, I think on the whole, like, Vancouver was still in this game. Like, they they played well. I think totally. they obviously got burnt by, like, kind of a shit call. But, you know, I mean, ultimate lead on the story is that uh, a few of the best players in the world play on this squad. They're going to get their chances. They move the puck really well. Vancouver goes and takes some penalties. You know, that power play gets clicking. You got, I mean, the the, the one goal that they had where it was, like, from the point down low to the bumper dry sidle quickly over to mcdavid i think that yeah. whole play took about a second and a half to and you're not stopping those guys no i think that whole play took about a second and a half to complete before it ended up on mcdavid's stick and he's just not going to miss from that spot right no. so um you know there was the nurse goal which i was like I, I don't know i feel like it's weird talking about how how well i think the canucks were playing defensively as a team Right. Like it was just, it just seemed like it was a little more cohesive. I it mean, was. Only gave up, what, 25 shots on net or something like that. Like they like, played better that, than the score showed, basically. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree for sure. I think definitely unlucky on a couple of goals. Those things are going to happen. Miss calls are going to happen. Like I, I like a little suspect on Horvat coming back to, to handle Nurse on that play. I feel like you shouldn't, like just to see Nurse get that far ahead, that open was like a little bit disappointing. But mm-hmm. And on the whole, like I mean, Vancouver's out a couple of, couple of def- like a you know not a couple of defenders, but they're out a defender in Tyler Myers, and they're they're out probably they're one of their best defensive forwards, uh, as well, right? I mean the the, the big offseason signing, you know, Mikheyev. Russians getting special specialists in Mikheyev that was going to look good, and 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 we're missing those guys right off the bat. Brock seems like he's back early. He's one of our better defensive players. I mean, I feel like that's weird even saying that too, right? But yeah, I mean, I didn't feel. I didn't feel like at any point that this game was just getting way away from us until, until probably late in the third where it felt like Edmonton had all the momentum, but this team seemed like defensively as a team, even though some of its parts didn't feel like it just yeah. played better. It was kind of a strange result. And, and it felt like that's a game that we shouldn't have lost or Vancouver shouldn't have lost. But well, no, and I mean, you're right. I was going to, I'll get into special teams in a second, but keep going. Sorry. What's no what special teams? That's well, that's the thing, right? I mean, I think special, we should have right? we, we, we should have been in, you know, I think what seven power plays scored on one. Um there has to be a little bit more. And I think that's gonna come. I think there was bits and pieces where they were moving the puck around. But the, the, the PK still looks awful. That's gotta get fixed. And is gonna help and, and Myers is probably gonna help but you also brought, by being a big body. You also brought up who they're playing against. I mean, if we were gonna compare that and there's going to be a handful of teams where they're going to be really tough to play. Sure, I mean, yeah, Calgary is yeah. probably going to be a tougher one to play again this year. But let's just say 75% of the league, if they had those same penalties to fake, to, to kill off, do they get beat the way they got beat? I'm, I mean... If we're going to overreact so. on one game, let's just say we're going to base everything on well, one game. And I'm not overreacting on this game. I, I, no. I, mean, I don't think so, though, right? I mean... I. I think you, you take the win out of the fact that I mean this is the this is moral victory Canuck Canuck Thursday. <laughs> Hashtag right? moral I mean, victories, you, yeah. You 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 take the win out of the fact that you held an Oilers team with that potent of an offense to 20, 25 shots. We'll call it twenty four because one of them was an empty netter. Sure. And then you you also have to think that you know that you're not going to leave a game in which you allow twenty four shots on Thatcher Demko and he's only going to make twenty saves. I, I think that's also mm-hmm. a little bit of an outlier. So there's a chance for us to tip the scales a little bit as we move into these these next few games. I mean, uh, what do we got? Philadelphia next, so that should be interesting. That's yeah. always been kind of a weird game. They like, could replace Philly funny, right? Sometimes they do. They they, they can Sometimes kill them. They just get by. Yeah. Yeah. So it's gonna it, it's gonna be a strange game, but there there is some really good takeaways from this game. Uh, and especially, I think the, the the new guys, man, the new guys jumping into this. this Kuzmenko that, looks they, like they, he fits. Like, like a, he looks like, like it's almost like this fun version of something. Like it's new, but he does feel like he's been there long enough. Or like, man, like you talk. We all, it's the conversation, like your boy, kind of right. He's just, he just yeah. has that feeling, like, man. Like I can't wait to keep cheering for this guy. Like he's, he's kind of like how I felt about Brock, in in his rookie year, but in a different way, kind of. 
like Brock just had like we knew so much more about him going in. We're like, man, I can't wait till this guy gets to the team. Whereas Kuzmenko, I, I haven't seen a ton of what he did before the NHL, mm-hmm. and I think what we have seen so far, we're like, oh, I like the way he fits with these guys. I like the way that he doesn't look lost with Pedersen, or he doesn't look lost with um, you know the defense as it's coming. Like he looks like he's going to be. Um, a play driver this season. And again, we're, we're basing so much of this on one game, and they did lose. But at the same time, there was enough... Like, if you were going to go look at last season, and you yeah. look at this one game this season, and think, okay, well, sure, we lost. But I mean, we didn't lose-lose. Like, it wasn't like, wow, that was brutal. Like, Connor McDavid scored a hat-trick. He was an absolute smoke show out there. And you can't get mad at arguably the best player on the planet right now. He's he's going to have nights, and he, as good as a Thatcher Demko was, and we'll get into that in a quick sec, I mean, Connor McDavid was that much better than everybody, and he proved it. And he proved it in the preseason on that one play on Hughes. Like, you can have your best player, and they, that best player maybe is a potential Norris candidate or a Vesna winner or a Selkie winner. It's still Connor McDavid. And if you happen to beat Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl's right behind him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's gross. I mean, there's just not a whole lot you can do, no. right? I mean, you just have to sort of, it's like, you can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him, right? Like, that's kind of where you're at with with McDavid. And like you said, once you get past McDavid, then you have Dreisaitl yeah. and so on and so forth. Uh, you know, and Edmonton's done a good job of adding complimentary pieces to help him out, too. I mean, I still think on the whole, that roster is built a little bit funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, it's a better version, like way better version of what Vancouver has. For sure, right? But I mean, getting back to the Kuzmenko thing, I mean, yeah, you're, you're right. Like that's that's a nice complimentary player, and I think we got to see firsthand like real NHL competition. Yeah, he didn't seem to wilt under the pressure. Like I looked dangerous all night long. Like you know, every time the puck was on his stick, you felt like you were in good hands, and and you felt like he was constantly creeping into the net to try to pot goals. And obviously, he knows where he's supposed to be. Right place, right time. The back checking seemed strong. Never had to worry about him. Another guy's game that I was really impressed with was was Vasily Pakols and really going yeah. hard in that back check. Yes. like an absolute beast. There was all sorts of good things in this game. Curtis Lazar seemed like he fit really good in his spot. You know, even Connor McGar- like uh, Connor Garland was was doing Connor Garland things for checking down low. Do you, guys- do you like his little thing where when he did his quick little spin, I'm like, and that's why I don't want him as captain. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah, it's the only guy that I wasn't like super impressed with, and he even had a couple chances with Nils Holglander. So uh, he was a bit quieter be, in that game for sure. Yeah, it was like, yeah, he had some chances. I think there was uh, there was a play on like a two on one. I think where Pedersen fed off to Hoaglander on a on a one t that he kind of just missed on, which looked a lot was, like. And there was a few of those in that game. Yeah, it looked a lot like McDavid from the same spot, but he buries on that same opportunity, right? So. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I mean, there's still a little bit of a work in progress to get to see Nils Amon do his thing. And, uh, you know, I, I like it. Yeah, I like I like what I see. I, I like where he fits in that lineup. We talked in the start of the season about how I thought that maybe he was, you know, an upgrade over a guy like Dickinson, honestly. And I think that the trade to move Dickinson out and bring Amon in was, I mean, I didn't think, he, I didn't see him playing in a game. So, uh, let alone know, that's, that's first night. That's a, and that's a big yeah, deal, right? Off. But the one guy, like the one guy that that I felt, I mean, obviously Miller was good, but the one guy that I felt like really just made like a call to arms to say like, look, I'm here was Elias Pettersson. I was going to say it better be. Yeah. He he was, yeah. I think we're really going to enjoy the season that he's going to have this year. He just, you've seen that meme or I don't know if it's a meme just or maybe just a photo of like the progression from like Henrik and Daniel and then it's Pedersen, and I think it's like Jesse from Breaking Bad or something yeah. like that. But like, yeah, it's like he took, I, and it's not just a contract thing. I mean, obviously, anybody well, that signs, everybody that signs a big hurt. deal, it you're he's moving to the prime of his career. Right? Yeah, I mean, he is going. I, I think he's realized like, hey, I do need to be this guy, and maybe he is a future captain on the team. Like, we don't know what the whole Bohorvat situation is going to be, and I mean, he's going to. You know he's going to sign his deal, whether it is with Vancouver or not. Maybe, maybe Elias Patterson is that guy, and it wouldn't surprise me if he was the next captain. I don't want to get into that. We're not going to be doing fodder for that today. Um, it's not fodder, but it's fine to talk about. 
I, I do think if if push came to shove and that was if someone needed to fill that role, I mean this would be a season where Pedersen could definitely make a name for himself. And you know we've had this conversation before, not on this show, but as a, our Jersey City days when Henrik took over and everyone kind of thought maybe a Ryan Kessler or you know back in the day when that was maybe a legitimate chance after uh, Luongo wasn't the captain anymore. I love I love that comparison, and and I feel like. I mean, for some reason, I don't know what it is. It's this game. It's the it's the the playing through the preseason. He looks just more grizzled this year, right? Mm-hmm. He looks more physically imposing. He looks a little bit bigger. He looks a little bit more like I don't give a shit. And 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 that's kind of what we like. It's like sports right? hot, like sports sexy. You know, like, yeah, just like we the, see the, her like, the, oh man, like look at his shoulders, and like you start like getting a little like like sports horny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, and, yeah, you know the weird. Yeah, anytime you get a hockey boner off a good play, I mean, that's that we're all kind of hoping for that stuff, right? So, but I mean, the Horvat thing's funny, right? I mean, it must be tough to know that you're one of the faces of the franchise and, and, and you're the one that has to call to answer questions and you're the one that has to speak up and talk to the media and do the things in the city and mm-hmm. you don't know what your future's like. And, and, and I don't know anything about any of this stuff, but like, even the the level of talk, you know, and the lack of positivity. Usually, you hear like, you know, we're going to get this done, that kind of stuff. And like, we have a number. It, it, it seems it it seems weird with this, and and I don't know what it is and and why. And it's just I'm not even speculating, but it just feels it feels, it feels done sour. <laughs> it feels sour a little bit, yeah. right? I don't I don't know what it is, but I don't have like a super great feeling about it. So it's 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 super strange. I mean that. The move in the offseason, you know, signing Miller for the number that he got in the the move the season before that, not signing Pedersen. Hey, it's Ryan from the PP1 podcast on Cryer Media. If you're looking for a spot to advertise your company, your brand, your cheese wheel, some beer, maybe some donuts, this is the spot. Reach out to me via DM on Twitter or Instagram at always94, and I'd be more than happy to chat with you. Worst case scenario, we just become best friends. And how awesome does that sound? Mm-hmm. The big deal. Right? It's, I mean, it's funny it's, how you talk about it, right? Yeah. You talk about, you're right, the signing of one guy, the, the not signing. And I know they're different regimes, right? But, but it's, there's the, still the same base there. There's still, I think you would still go in and think, okay, well, why did they not do this? And why are we in this spot? I am always of the mind, and I've said this forever, and I will continue to say it until the day it finally happens. Forever. Forever. I don't care who is on the Vancouver Canucks if and when they win a Stanley Cup. I do not care who they I do not care who the captain is. I don't care who the goalie is. I don't care who the head coach is. I don't care who is on this team if and when they win. They didn't win with Bur. I probably said this like what a year ago. They didn't win with Bur. They didn't win with Nazlin Bertuzzi, West Coast Express. Didn't win with Luongo and the Sedins. There's been a lot of options for this team to have won, and they haven't won with all the players that I've grown up loving. The ones that I have their jerseys in my closet. That you know that we've got their posters on our walls growing up, and so on and so forth. Those teams didn't win. So you know what? Better rosters than this. Way better. So guess what? When they win, I could care less. If it's Neil's a man that ends up having the career of his life and ends up being our captain, they went great. God bless you. I will I will celebrate you. But it doesn't matter to me. I just want the team with whatever the heck the logo is at that point to have won a Stanley Cup. Anyone can be on that roster. It could be the guy you hated forever that champions this team. I don't care. So in this case... Maybe it is Bull Horvat that they have to move out. Maybe they have to go a la Calgary Flames and move out the most popular guy, the guy that should be signed. They got rid of everybody. They got rid of their best talent, and look what got brought back in because they were smart about it. Like, seeing Sean Monaghan score in Montreal is a weird thing, man. That was wild. I'm just sitting there. We're we're at the rink last night eating dinner, and I'm like, Sean Monaghan's, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> like oh yeah that happened that's a thing mind-blowing stuff so guess what 
The Canucks can do it too. These guys aren't lifers. Every player that signs with this team that gets drafted to the Vancouver Canucks doesn't have to play their entire career there. I'm sorry. There may be a day where Pedersen leaves. There may be a day where Hughes leaves. Who knows? It's it's impossible to know. But we don't have to get attached to the point where there's no way this guy's ever going to move. Kevin Bieksa left. Ryan Kessler left. Roberto Luongo left. I mean, Matt Sandin came here and everyone thought he would never go anywhere else. Weird things happen in the NHL. Be okay with it. Be okay with it. That's all I'm saying. Speak, speaking of Kevin Bieksa. Oh, yeah. I, I saw this just as I got home. Yeah, he's gonna sign a gonna sign a one year deal with the Van or one game deal or one yeah. day deal with the Vancouver Canucks to retire as a Vancouver Canucks. That's so super awesome. cool. I'd like to sign a one day deal. Like one day, one day <laughs> I'll sign a deal. <laughs> yeah, he's signing I'm still a training. I'm still out there, guys. Yeah, he, still available. He, he's signing a one day, and I get to go in the Ring of Honor because I've done a bunch of other cool things, and I would just like to sign a one day. Same words. You say them differently. <laughs> they mean very different things. No, that's awesome. One day. That's so awesome. BX is an absolute legend. Uh, you and I, I mean, anybody that... He's like our little treasure that we get to cherish as Canucks fans. And he's on the national level. He's he's the next guy to lead the hockey media, um, the talk show version of everything. And he has been for a few years. And it's just, he's still our guy. He still holds, you talk about flags fly forever. He still <laughs> he still holds that flag for the Canucks. He's wearing the socks. He's doing the things. He's busting balls against Elliot and Ron. And oh, it's, yeah, we don't win cups, but we do win hearts. You know what? And that's, that's something. It's something. So way to go, Kevin BX. You've absolutely earned it from one punching. Uh, <laughs> from one punching. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. From throwing out a Superman left-handed punch to, I mean, you're an absolute. I think I, I think I only recall Kevin Bieksa losing one fight, and I'm pretty sure it was like Zanin Kanopka. Oh, just tagged him, made him go wobbly. I just think he caught him right. Yeah, but Zanin Kanopka was he was a, he was a tough customer. I called him Zanopka one time. I think <laughs> I just combined both names. Yeah, yeah, he he was yeah, a piece of work. Sure. So just absolutely awesome. Like, what was your favorite BXA moment? And you can't say the Stanchingle. Uh, I mean, I think that the favorite BXA moment is is the story, right? The lore, right? Of mm-hmm. of of, of Fedor Fedorov or this fifth round draft pick in the fight outside the bar, and and Berkey does such a great job of telling that story, right? And and I feel like maybe even better than BXA does. Yeah. Um, but that but that moment, I think, was like it was just it was just cool right then post that you see him show up in manitoba and just start taking numbers in manitoba and then makes his way to the nhl and like never looks back right and and we can't name we can't name the goal right the stanchion goal is like a favorite bxa moment if that's fine but i mean i i think it's even before his time as a canuck in that story about about how he got called to go outside against a much bigger fedder fedderoff and just like fed him his lunch throwing complete caution to the wind, not even making good career choices at this point. And then the right guy happened to be the GM of the Vancouver Canucks at that time and just like the moxie, right? Thank goodness there was a GM that was all about, what was his word? Truculence. Truculence. Yeah. Right. Or else any other GM, he probably went out the door. Yeah. Like, See, honestly, yeah. right? Yeah. So, then he would have been right. Yeah, I'm off the team. Yeah, you are. Yeah. It's yeah. a great story. I mean, I think that's probably my favorite. Maybe not, I can't say moment because I wasn't there, but I think that's the best. That was one of the best things about this is Kevin BXA personified, right? How about you? Um, yeah, the on the ice stuff is definitely tough because I, I think everybody does gravitate to that one goal. Um, him and Dan Murphy was a good back and forth just from <laughs> yeah. all the little, like, because it was all the time, right? It was all the it time. Was, yeah. So I would say like that. And I mean, Obviously, the the laugh from uh, Av the BXA face from Vern Fiddler. Yeah. Oh, that was great. You yeah, know, I forgot about that. I that think was more Vern Fiddler than it, it was, but I think it 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 needed a it needed a basis. So I think that was pretty funny too. So just I mean, awesome guy. And like I said, I think the best is still yet to come for him. I mean, he's the kind of guy that could probably make the Hall of Fame as a broadcaster. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, just to that stuff. I think it was like, um, 
the Superman punches, right? Mm -hmm. I think the first time we saw the Superman punch was like, was it like, I feel like it was Calgary. But nobody was expecting it. Like, wait, had we ever seen a Superman punch in the NFL and NHL? Before Let alone a lefty one, too. He's right? I mean, we, we were all watching. It was such a great time, right? This, UFC had like these all these huge stars like GSP, GSP and, and Couture, and there was just like you know all these great great guys, and and they were you know GSP was doing his thing with with Superman. That's punches. right. And to see BXA drop one was just like wow. I don't think anybody was expecting that. Right. A hundred percent. And I still do that. I play. I got the UFC. I think I have the UFC 2010 game. It was the game when GM Place got added or Rogers Arena at the time. Like. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm in Vancouver too. And I'm yeah. really good at knock knocking guys out, but as soon as it gets to the ground, I'd lose like every fight. Yeah. So <laughs> I remember I remember uh Mike Richards, he Superman punched Mike Richards, caught him real good. Back when he was in Philly. That was Oh funny. man. But yeah, man. He was that guy, like he was not your enforcer defenseman. He really no. could do it all, right? I mean, he could play on your power play, maybe second unit, he could log top four minutes. He was good defensively, but also had some offensive pop and like would come to the rescue and be the team cop if you needed him. Nobody in the league wanted to fuck with him because he didn't ever lose fights, it seemed, right? So he was just like a good old boy that could play a new age game at the time, right? So And the only time he got exposed yeah. really was when all the injuries came and he had to yeah. move up the lineup, right? That was cause that was probably the only stretch where we were like, man, like BX is getting beat so much. It's because everyone had gotten injured at that point and his his fit was that that basically second pairing that's that's where he feasted well, can, yeah playing as a number one guy he couldn't play the same type of game that he yeah. played as having to log like the 25 minutes mm -hmm. a game as he could you know 20 20 or 21 minutes a game right um because it was forced to be more responsible but i mean he was pretty cutting edge this guy too right i mean you talk about those nasty injuries right do you remember the skate blade cut mm -hmm. across the back of his leg tough to forget just like bled out on the edge it but was he, really terrible right but I mean, he brought out the but he was Sorry, you say it. Go for it. Go for it. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, the the Kevlar socks, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that was that was Kevin Bieksa. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's lots of guys around the league that still use stuff like that for that reason, and I'm, I can't remember if that was when the new, the new socks came into the, the league. I can't remember if it was before or after, but you know, everything is now geared a little bit more to protection for skate blade cuts. Yeah, like, yeah. That that's Kevin Bieksa. I think the the league has a lot to be thankful for, and somehow, against all odds. He might be a better broadcaster than than he was a hockey player. He's got a mouth, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> he's smart. Like the dude comes from a pretty smart college too, right? So yeah. remember and was that guy was it from Vernon or Penticton that guy that came out with the the blocking cuffs? That was for him, wasn't it? That the goes over his skates. Cuffs. They were like the little like for oh, blocking yeah, yeah, shots. Yeah. I don't know if that was him or not, but wasn't I do remember him? them for sure. I remember yeah. him using them. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. I mean, just awesome dude what's what's not to like what's not to like it's kevin bieksa folks if you don't like kevin bieksa then get off then leave we don't want you here get out of here we don't want you yeah connects could use a kevin bieksa right hand shot in their prime on that decoy right now oh. Oop, seemed okay surprisingly last night somehow yeah. it yeah. i i think thankfully we're not looking at a team that's sinking we're looking at a team that hey we can build from this it's it's a nice yeah, I think it's a nice change I think they've done a decent job. <laughs> I think they've done a decent job complementing players that were maybe perceived to be somewhat of a weakness on this squad, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you have Tucker Pullman playing, but he's playing with OEL. So this makes him a little bit better, right? I mean, you have the, the somehow the Luke Shen and Quinn Hughes thing is, is still a thing. I don't know how that happened. I mean, it was it was a thing when he first got here and then he left. And then he came back and it's still a thing. So Luke Shen, I don't know how the hell you did it, but you did it. You don't forget how to be um, brothers, Ted. Yeah, that's right. Like, so, man, I once left. Once you bounce your nutsack off somebody's drum set, <laughs> that's, you're just always, you're just always brothers. So I wasn't going to go, I wasn't, I wasn't going to go there. Prestige worldwide. Prestige worldwide. Maybe you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you and me, you know, I, I move away, start a life, come back, don't skip a beat. It's like it's like I never yep. left, so it's the same thing. I haven't just had to find somebody to keep talking. I I you. haven't put my junk on any musical instruments at your home, just so you know. It's true. That's <laughs> nor true. your keyboard, nor nor anything in your house, because that's real life yeah. and that's disgusting. <laughs> oh no, I take that back. That desk or whatever that was, I have done that. 
I apologize. That was the piano. Yeah. Uh, tickle the ivories, and they tickle. You know what? It's the it's after the first game of the season. We're in season four, man. It blows my mind. Yeah, that's crazy. Is it like it just? I was doing I was doing some stuff the other day and trying to think like how long will you do this? I'm like, we're in season four. How many podcasts get that far? Podcast. Some podcasts don't even get that far, let alone they get a live stream. You know, so yeah. really, so really, maybe we are the best. And yeah, good interneting. Yeah, I think we've figured out the internet. Um, oh, speaking of figuring out the internet, um, at work today, and the, we're going to get Dudes and Guys is coming up. That was a teaser. Um, dudes and Guys. So I'm at work today, and there is like a, a retail shop that's connected to our store, and they have this cash register. Well, the key doesn't work, like the one we had it back in the JC days, right? Key doesn't work to open it up. So Ryan, I need you to try to try to fix this. So I'm trying both keys. And I'm trying to like do all the things like push the drawer in and like unlock it like our store one has and it's just not working. So yeah, you do like the Nintendo card. You blow on it. You, you you do like okay. Think practically. How would I? How would a normal human being open this till? So then. I did what I, I knew I was going to have to do. I tried pulling, like, there's, like, the little uh, cord connected to the lock. You know, just try to jimmy it from the inside, kind of. And I thought, nope, uh, there is a way to open this. They sell these. So I go on my phone, and I Google how to open a cash register without a key. Ended up opening it. I managed to unscrew the thing from the bottom, and there's a little latch or Sure enough, opens it. Because they had they had never taken cash. They opened up in COVID, so they had never taken cash. So everything's like digital payments. Anyway, so I open this till there's no cash in it. Cause they actually the owner of the shop and I asked him like, "Have you guys ever taken cash?" He's like, "I don't even know." <laughs> so sure enough, open up, nothing's in there. So I walk away, and I realize uh, I just committed a crime realistically on any other thing. So I'm like, my algorithm on my phone for the next like month or so. I'm really not looking forward to uh, what what shows up in my my suggestions and everything. I'm like, yeah, I've done something that I can't go back from Googling, and it's probably not going to be the greatest thing. So I go tell my boss, and he's like, yeah, you're probably going to be screwed for a bit on that one. So company phone, this that. I'm like, all good. So anyway, <laughs> so you know, I am. Uh, I also know how to open a car with a the Jimmy stick. Have you ever done that? I learned learned that back in the day when I was working at Ford. What so. are they called? Slim Jim. Slim right? Jim, yeah. Is, I had that, make... is that the pepperoni? No, oh, it's both. Also, it's both. Equally okay. amazing. Yeah, I learned how to do that from a mechanic. He's like, oh, yeah, you got to learn. I'm like, so you're teaching me how to break into a car. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Well, that's okay. life lesson. Cool, cool. Anyway, so if you I find heard, me uh, on the news, like Crime Stoppers or something, this is how it all began. I, uh, there's, there was this, like, uh, this, this reel going around. Um, it was about... Like you're just talking about like breaking into a car and stuff. It was like, he's like, you know, screw breaking into, you know, picking locks and things like that. It was like, do you know the power we wield? Like all you have to do is go take, you know, any, any regular padlock and just like walk by and lock up anything you want <laughs> and they're screwed. And then he's like, Hey, Baskin Robbins, you're closed now. <laughs> <laughs> And I never ever thought of it like that. I mean, he's one hundred percent right. The amount of chaos you could cause just by having a padlock, screw unlocking things, you can lock everything. Which is <laughs> just as hilarious, in my opinion. I mean, I don't know what you're doing this weekend. Well, I, I mean, I got a bunch of extra padlocks, so. I mean, I, I probably have an hour or two to waste. So. Yeah, but, yeah maybe but, on the way to baseball. Yeah, some so local local men locking up the city. What do you mean locking up? Like, I don't even remember where I put the keys. You could be the first person to close a 7-Eleven. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Renovations? No. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Not really at all. Uh, we had a song for dudes and guys, and I'll have to find that again. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while since there I've been talking about dudes and guys. Was it, was it stained? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. you got it. Way to go. So, without further ado, season four premiere, dudes and guys, dudes and guys. I, I love it. Um, it's back. It feels right, and we actually can do proper dudes and guys. Even with one game, I felt there was enough duding and there was enough guying 
that we should each have at least a pick. And because I've talked way too much already, you can have the first guy. Oh, first guy. I mean, I... We got a lot to choose from, thankfully. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's more than a few things to choose from, and and I'm not gonna take the the low hanging fruit on this one. I'm actually gonna go one guy over, maybe two guys over, and I'm gonna take Kuzmenko as the guy. What? The dude, sorry for this week. Yeah. No, I said I'm guys, not Andre dudes. Kuzmenko. Oh, just guys. Oh, my just bad. we're starting with okay, guys. Well, t- we, then we get to dudes. Oh, you can keep okay, them. Just well, start with guys no, first. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, the guy, the guy for this week then is. For me, for me, it was Nils Hoglander. Oh, good. I, I okay. Just, yeah, it was like, eh, like you're playing, you know, you're playing top top six. I mean, you got a chance. You're playing, you're playing with who looks like Mister Unbeatable, Elias Pettersson right now. Because Michael looked really good. That line was flowing all over the place, but he looked like kind of an inconsistent part on that line. Had a couple of chances to bury. Didn't. We need a little more from Hoglander, especially with, uh, you know, with injuries that are being nursed right now and guys going to creep their way back into the lineup. I don't know where Hoaglander fits if he's not in the top six. And if he's not scoring in the top six, where is he supposed to go? So I know it's early. I know it's only one game and he could just be, you know, shaking the rust off because he looked pretty decent in preseason. Um, But if he's not careful, I don't think he's going to spend the whole rest of his time up on that top six. And it wasn't a really a great start in my opinion, man, they've got quite this spaced out schedule to start the season. Hey, like they don't play till uh, Saturday and then Monday. Yeah, it's it's weird. That is which is you know we'll get a big bunch of big breaks early in the season and then it's going to be rush hour oh. late in the season, right? Just like last year. It's it doesn't cease to amaze me. So actually, at the beginning of the game, had it gone the way it was supposed to go, I was going to pick um, Thatcher Demko as my guy. I had already pre-planned who I was going to pick based on how the game was going. After the first period, I'm like, yeah, uh, Demko just, you know, he just didn't get a lot of shots. And I felt he should have been involved more. And then the game turned on a button and things changed. And I'm actually going to go Tanner Pearson. I think two hooking penalties last night that he had. Uh, I mean, he was involved, but I felt that, I mean, he obviously allowed two goals to, they, yeah, they scored a few times on the power play, did they not? Yeah, it's not great because if he's taking hooking penalties, it means he can't kill penalties. He plays and, in our first unit. So. And that's the other thing. So he was he was causing a problem, and because he was not on the ice, he couldn't help fix the problem. Again, this is one game. We can do whatever the heck we want on the show. So he, I, I didn't love his game, and maybe he was a little bit irritated. I mean, I can't imagine trying to defend a team like that is easy. And if you're getting beat speed-wise... You know, there's a few guys that, again, it's one game. Things will step up. They're going to have time to figure out and, you know, retool and what what have you. But, yeah, I I didn't love Tanner Pearson's game, and that's okay because I know what he does bring to this team. And usually when I uh, give the old guy bump on this show, they seem to rebound quite nicely. And Philly would be a great game, would be a great game to see Tanner Pearson bounce back. I I believe that's the kind of – they play the kind of style. I think he he could have a pretty decent game. So, you know that that would be my guy. So that's that's how I feel. This is how I feel in this moment. You're muted. I'm, you have great words to say, and I miss it. Philly's going to be a funny game, right? It's 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 one o'clock be, too. They're they're going to just run rush out over them, or it's going to be classic like play down to your competition, Canucks, like <laughs> like we do so often with this team throughout the years of being a. Canucks I was going to say it doesn't even matter the regime. It doesn't matter the no. the roster, like. We're going to earmark that game for chaos one yeah, way or another, yeah. one way or another. Yeah. So that, that's why I always enjoy watching those Philly games, right? Because you just don't, you just don't know, right? I mean, it could be, it could be a five, four Whoa. lead changes hands four times type lead, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Who, who, who knows, but it'll, it'll be, it'll be fun to watch. It'll be good to see him get back on the ice. Now you can say you're dude. Now it's not a surprise anymore. So you know, dude, for this say it backwards. Say his say his last name first. <laughs> Kuzmenko Andre. Okay, that's better. Yeah, he he of the number ninety six, made famous by the Pavel Bure. Pavel Bure, Russian uh, rocket. Yeah, I think we said it early. Like this guy was everywhere. Not everywhere, but I mean, he 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 looked dangerous every time he had the puck on his stick. He he went right to the net, cut through the swath to get there. Gets the tap in from that nice. It was a JT Miller feed. 
Yeah. Um, just, yeah, just, oh, just super nice. Like he just looks so good with the puck on his stick. So I can't wait to see the creative ways until they plan on using him this year. It's nice to see him on the power play. It seems like he's already solidified that spot. Doesn't seem to take shit from anybody. Seems like he's also going to be a good influence on a guy like Pod Colson because he's such a veteran pro already. So I really like where this this game took off from the start. It's a long season. I can't wait to see where the rest of it goes. And I'm sure there's going to be some growing pains down the way. But hey, man, big signing from Russia, quality pro, decides to come to the next, scores in his first game. Can't really ask for much more. You know what the nice thing about having him is too it's not like he's an uh a 19 year old like rookie phenom or even like uh, uh coming out of college or something like he's a he's a guy he's a man and he's on this team right like we're we're getting a, a polished guy that's coming over from another pro league and we're inserting him in in a system and he fits he's got a guy he can relate to he can you know talk to the mother tongue in russian He's also speaks a decent English as well, right? And yeah. I, well, I, I, yeah. I, I his interview was really funny. But he he does bring a little bit, and I think it's nice to have another guy in there that a fits, and the fact that he fits so nicely after one game. Now that's something we can kind of hang on that after one game, I think we should be happy that he's a Vancouver Canuck because man, imagine him just for a quick a hot minute imagine he was on the oilers last night you it would have been bad i hate that i know i i'm sorry for saying that so um yeah, but, but you're right showed some good chemistry through the preseason like just seems to have chemistry with pd that his just his interview that he had you should we should find a way to get that on there but his interview that he had about the the pd goal in preseason was freaking hilarious too so he seems like a kind of a character too which i really like my dude i i was it was tough because there were there were some bright moments in that game. I mean, Quinn Hughes looked great as, as a whole. I mean, surprise, surprise, Quinn Hughes doing great things. Just the way he moves the puck and all those. But that's not my dude. Shooting more. Shooting more already, too. Yeah. My dude, I got to go up the guy that just inked a little deal, a little dealsy. Made my daughter happy as well. That was a sniperoo on Campbell last night. JT, Jimothy Timothy Miller... If he's going to be a Vancouver Canuck, that's what you do get to enjoy. That was the bonus of him actually signing as opposed to being traded. You do know what you're getting. And I liked his game last night. And you talked about Kuzmenko and the fit there. I I like the fit that JT Miller has on this team. And I think he has a lot to offer still. And I do hope as long as this contract goes that we get the most value out of it. There will be a day we're going to regret it. But for now... I am a big fan of JT Miller, and you know what? It's again we talk about Philly coming up on Saturday. I mean, that might be a game JT Miller has a thing to say or you know or two. So there's a few guys that could have a, a big game coming up on Saturday. But short and sweet, JT Miller. The obvious reasons his shot looks like he's been shooting all summer. So you know, it's it's good to have that guy on our team as opposed to somewhere else and. If if we got to keep him, he is a pretty decent guy to have. So that goal was that goal was nice. It was right? perfect coming down that wing, like you know, having options and didn't and think saying, about no, it. Just, just yeah, you know, there's the guy was just the goaltender was zeroed in on him, and he just still he went he decided to go top corner and just overpowered the goal. It's like it's not much you can ask for more from a guy like that, and to see that he's already got that confidence to be going you know, not even short side corner. He's going far side, right? That's a dangerous shot if you miss. If he misses that shot wide, it's off the glass in the corner and it probably goes probably goes outside the zone, right? I mean, we saw, I think Garland had a couple of those yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, beauty shot by a heck of a player who you know is not going to wilt under the pressure when it comes to the physicality of the game. It's, as I said, he's, he is on the Canucks, so you better like it. And thankfully, that's who we got. I did have one more thing, but we're going to leave that for next week. It's uh, I teased about a wrestling little segment, but I think it deserves a little bit more, a little bit mm, more time. Rush it. Yeah, it's there. I feel it's going to be involved, and it's been a really long day. It's already ten o'clock, and you both, you and I, have had different long days, and I think <laughs> we both deserve a little rest. I thank you for for coming by, Ted. I know it's it's been a stretch today, so 
appreciate appreciate you uh, appreciate you being here, man. It's you good. as well, yeah. Um, quick thing, obviously, make sure you check us out. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Go check out that helps no one. Fantasy Cast or a fantasy football show. That thing's blowing up. I, I I don't know what you got going on. If you got any socials you're you're caring to follow T three. This guy's hilarious. His dad jokes legendary, legendary. And I hope to hear so many of them this weekend. We got ball playoffs this weekend. Are you playing like hundred percent? I mean, I don't know how much we're gonna play, but I'm gonna play. You you will be a fully available athlete to us. I'll be there. I'll be playing, but I won't be like. You gonna like DH? Fully. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna do more than DH. But First base, be DH. Yeah. Okay, Something man, I'm excited. I'm excited. I I haven't played baseball in a month. Like it just sits there and just festers in you. Like I can't wait. I'm gonna explode. I'm gonna be like a 19 year old kid that saw a girl for the first time. So I'm gonna absolutely explode of baseball them. So, on behalf of my good friend Ted and myself, I'm Ryan. This is the PP One Podcast on the Dean Blundell Network. Peace. Oh. Come on, let's go to the Blue Hotel. I want to live at the Blue Hotel. The podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker. It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests, the Blue Hotel Hotline, and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate.